Roleplay Wednesday edition of the Broncos Blitz podcast. I am Danny Williams along with Alex Becker. Alex, how are you, buddy? I'm doing good. I'm I'm alive. I made it made it into work today. I know it, man. If you're listening to the podcast and you're, you know, here in town about town, while there's not, you know, twelve or fifteen inches of snow, it kind of got like it rained and then it got froze over the roads and then just enough snow and um temperature to make it kind of slick and tough out there. Um I had a little slip there just now as I was trying to park. There's a little curb and some snow, and it kind of had a little slip. Had to put my hand down, got my arm all wet here. Um, it's slick out there, so um, it's Colorado. You know, we're, we're definitely not complaining about it. But I would say if you, you know, you don't need to go out for that uh, Jimmy John's or, um, yeah, I just have make something at home. Leftovers. Good call. Good What's call. your favorite leftovers? Ooh, leftover pizza is hard to beat. It is. It is. That's pizza a is tough to one to beat. Just heat yeah. it up in the toaster oven. Ooh, really? Yeah. Dude, yeah, I, love I, like, I love that. Man, you can't go wrong with that. Yeah, okay, I like that. Um, we got a lot to talk about. Yeah, um, coaching search updates, a little bit of calm, calmness. Um, but I think the Broncos will name a head coach within a week from today. About a week. I say within a week here. So Yeah. Got, um, got interviews through this week. I know Dan Quinn's going to be on Friday. Yeah. So Dan Quinn's going to be this Friday. Um, it's, you know, we, we kind of joked on the radio show today, Sean Payton or bust. Um, <coughs> it'd be a great win. It'd be a great feather in the cap to go land Sean Payton. Um, he's a man of respect. He's a former Super Bowl winner. If you look back at the guys, you know, who have won Super Bowls, who kind of come back and coach. I think you know, there's a pretty good track ref- record of having um, success. And even Gruden, before his kind of fallout, was kind of turning things around and maybe starting to have some success. I mean, they went to the playoffs last year. I mean, he was coaching the team last year halfway through yeah. the season. So um, that just tells me that Sean Payton, well, his value might be slightly, slightly overrated right now because of just – uh, the need for head coaching right now in the league and some of the teams that are desperate for it. Uh, Dave Tepper and, um, you know, the Walton Panther Group, two of the richest owners in sports. Um, so it's, you know, and then again, who doesn't want to be courted, you know, and, and loved on? Yeah. Um, so, Sean, you know, after, Sean right. Payton is making the most of it. There's a chance he just goes back and does TV for a year. Very good chance. Lives yeah. in L.A., building some kind of super mansion out there. Next year, one or maybe both of the L.A. jobs could come up um, as the Chargers and, you know, the Rams. Who knows what their futures look like? So, you know, is it about, you know, comfort? Is it really at this age to have everything, you know, the coach, to coach the place, uh, the team in the place you want to live, you know, and get the quarterback? It's never all, you know, Sean Payton's played himself into like a situation, though, where he's almost can get anything he wants. All right, he's considering everything. So let's uh, let me ask you this. Are the Broncos willing to give are the Broncos willing to give Sean Payton everything he wants? And here's what I here's here's the things. And let's talk about it together. Okay. The most money? Yes. Oh yeah. Power? I think personnel so. Personnel power. I think so. I I would yeah, I would lean towards yes. Okay. You know what else might be um um I think there's certain I think he wants to know, okay, Greg Penner. Like coaching staff? No, no. Yes, yes. Bringing in his guys. Yeah. But Greg Penner, is Greg Penner going to be up 
the new owners, the new coaches ass and wants to meet with them and check in a couple of times a week type of stuff. No head coach wants that. Yeah. You know, is Sean Payton saying, hey, you know, well, you could be involved, but, you know, we're going to be on the football end and, you know, I don't want to be having an answer to anybody. I'm going to do a great job. You have to trust me to do the job. Yeah. And Greg Pender might want a guy, well, again, you know, it's in the way I've done it before, the way I've done business, the way I've had success in business is it's a chain of command. I mean, you know, for the guy who's in charge being involved in all the layers all the way down. So there's lots of factors besides just the Broncos can make him the highest paid coach in NFL history, which is what it'll take. I think and, so. And, um... That's it. So, again, um, it feels like Jim Harbaugh kind of played the Broncos a little bit. Used, used them a little bit. Used the Broncos bit. to get maybe just exactly um, what he wanted from Michigan. A lot uh-huh. of leverage and a lot of power there because, again, like the Chancellor and Jim Harbaugh, they don't get along. But um, the school president, uh, Santa Ono, <laughs> I think that's his name, right? Santa Ono. Yeah, I Santa think so. Ono. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, <laughs> Apollo Ono. <laughs> yeah, it's like, you know, I wouldn't remember any other um, school's president other than Santa Ono. But, um, you know, had to get involved in, you know, John Harbaugh had to reach out and try to get some leverage when the chancellor wasn't really, you know, uh, caring for maybe his shtick, how it runs. His act kind of seems to run thin Does. eventually with Harbaugh. He played um, the leverage game. Yeah, and you know what? Maybe it's if, if you win it all. Winning is one thing. Winning it all is another thing. So, you know, you could be any, be any kind of jerk you want like Belichick if you're winning all kinds of Super Bowls, I guess. So, um, okay. So, other Broncos news and notes, tidbits, anything you think that's kind of worth mentioning. I saw here. Let me see if I screenshotted it. I hope I did. Now I'm thinking I didn't. Um of the Broncos, um, like in awards, Broncos awards, mm-hmm. offensive player of the year, defensive player of the year, okay. rookie of the year, uh, coach of the year. guy. Yeah, MIP. Um, who was the Broncos' best offensive player this last best year? Best offensive player. Got to be, I got to give it to Jerry Judy this year um, with what he did down the stretch of the season. I don't know if he turned the corner officially, but, man, he gave us uh, some promise, some uh, some. Something to look forward to, and maybe the guy that we thought we were getting when we drafted him three years ago, uh, 15th overall, uh, especially that last game against the Chargers. He looked fast. He looked explosive. I don't know if there's a guy you could give it to ahead of Judy that was better than he was throughout the season. Narrowly missed on the 1,000-yard mark. He got 1,000 all-purpose yards, but not almost uh, almost got 1,000 receiving. It has to be Judy. I don't feel good saying it, and I don't want it to be Judy, but it's Judy. Yeah. I just want, you know, that's just true. It's just the truth. It's almost a process of elimination. Yeah. You know? Like, who else could you give it to? Latavius uh, Murray? Um, He's the only guy for He is me. a dude who is essentially off the street who came in and yeah. never rushed for more than about 60 or 70 yards in a game. But that's kind of what it is. Okay, let me ask you this. Uh-huh. Uh, defensive player of the year. Uh, it's it's got to be Sertan. I think Simmons comes in a close second for me. But Simmons I go, I go PS2. To Sertan? Yeah, because I mean, because ju- he was hurt for five games. I think Simmons. I could make an argument that Justin a- Simmons, with all the interceptions, yeah. and was the, the fumbles force. I could make an argument that Justin Simmons was the team's MVP. You could this easily year. make that case. He was a turnover machine. All he does is make plays, and he's a real leader. Yes, um, in like every sense. Where's that C? Yes, you know, it's the first guy all us media guys go to. Um, you know, um, post practices and post games, definitely he is that kind of guy. So um, that's weird because, like, I co- you can almost give defensive player of the year to Sertan, but at team MVP to Sims. 
Justin Simmons. Yeah, as funny as that sounds. I mean, Sertan got first team all pro. Um, it's hard not to give the defensive player of the of the year to a guy that just got named first team all pro. Offensive rookie of the year. Offensive uh Dulcich. Dulcich, Dulcich. Has to be. Yeah, shoe in there. Has to be, right? Slam dunk there. What yeah. about a defensive rookie of the year? Damari Mathis, hundred percent. I mean that's Mathis. It's that's that's what I have. Like Benito didn't really make a big impact. Benito had no impact at all, even after um they, they you know um even when Bradley they traded Chubb. Chubb. Yeah. Okay. Um Coach of the Year, Evero? Yes. It's gotta um, be yeah, hundred percent. Everybody else stunk besides Evero. And then Rosberg when he came in. But I mean, who else are you gonna give it to? I got uh, breakout player of the year as Baron Browning. Oh, I like that. I like that. What do you um, think about that? Are you okay with that? Yeah, because I don't think there's anyone on the offense that broke out besides no. maybe Judy. That doesn't um, really count. Exactly. Uh, Baron Browning. I like that. Um, comeback it, player of the year. Ooh. <laughs> Latavius falls into that category. Yeah. Cortland almost does. Maybe not. Um, the guy I have, though, is I'm trying to give candidates. I mean, Josie Jewel. Jewel. Okay. Yeah. I'll say Chubb was on that track until he got traded. Actually, Chubb might be Chubb. That's a good one. And I don't know because he didn't finish with us if they, you know, if we take him off of our hypothetical make believe awards list here. But, but. I mean, we saw him get a strip sack on Sunday's <laughs> game in the playoff game against the okay. Josh Allen. So. I just want to do that with you. I know we didn't do that. Um, I like that. What is in, in, in conclusion, what do you think? Not very impressive stuff. Yeah. You don't want your safety to be your team MVP. For sure. It's right? Especially on the offensive on. side of the ball, some of those awards were like pulling teeth. Like, who are you going to go with? Yeah. Um, you can't go with any of the linemen. Mm-hmm. Um, obviously not the quarterback, and your only receiver that you could really go with is is Judy. And then, uh, I mean, Dulcich was impressive, but yeah, he's not going to win uh, Offensive Player of the Year or anything like that. Okay. I like that. Also, I got to give Kendall Hinton a little bit of love for like most improved because he, okay. he stepped I up. I like that. MIP. Yeah. Um, okay. Real quick Broncos Blitz podcast presented by Maverick Sports, the Maverick Sports app. Total Beverage, Total Beverage. Uh, those locations ever go, go to totalbev.com. You see all the wicked uh, promo specials. You know, you don't, you don't have to spend too much money for them to deliver to you uh, for free. And you know what, man? I bet you they'll deliver on a day like this to you as well. Um, they're, they're, they're the best. They really are. If you, um, you know, you drink liquor, you buy your beer drinker, you buy, uh, you know, uh, your tequila or whiskey or bourbon drinker, um, whatever it is, you're going to save a ton of money at Total Beverage. Those guys are the best. And again, Maverick Sports, uh, the Maverick Sports app. That's where we do our business on um, parlays for days, man. You know, and um, uh, you're a pretty good little gambler uh, yourself. Maverick Sports, we like the apps. Easy to navigate, safe and secure. $750 sign-up bonus. So that's pretty... That's pretty awesome. Um, all right, let's call it here, like the home stretch here of the podcast. Um, Got some big uh, divisional round games this weekend. Yeah. Um, okay. Let me ask you this: who Who do you think um, is the most vulnerable? There's going to be one or two upsets this weekend. Yes. There's gonna <laughs> be one or two upsets. This I got. Weekend. Okay. Who is that going to be? Uh, the most vulnerable is the Philadelphia Eagles. I think so. Okay. You get a Giants team that's that's uh, playing pretty good football. That's already lost twice to the Eagles. Um, they know them inside and out. There's nothing going to be fooling the Giants 
Um, they just got a big road win in Minnesota. They really they're playing with house money, as we say. They got nothing to lose. Um, they're going to be going against the number one seed. And uh, let's doing, talk yeah. about the underdogs here. Okay. Um, we got uh, the Jaguars. Got the Giants. Um, who am I leaving out here? The Niners are playing the Cowboys. Cowboys and the Bills have Bills Bengals. The Bills it's have like, the Bengals. I guess the Bengals are underdogs, but not by a lot. I'd say it's for me, it's probably the Bengals because they're technically underdogs. Five and a half point dogs. I mean, it's it, they they are underdogs and they may be the best team in the AFC. Yeah. And they may be actually, I think now, well, 49ers. I keep wanting to act as though the 49ers like are not in it. Just I take them out of the equation. I talk about like the Eagles and the Cowboys and everyone else like the Vikings, and the NFC. And I kind of leave the 49ers in like a category all their own because they're a mystery. They're in like an enigma. I don't know who and what they're actually going to look like now. Um, 49ers going to the Super Bowl? I kind of think, yeah. But are they going to do it with a guy named Brock Purdy who no one had heard of till about a month ago? So that's just, you know, it's just very, very kind of unique stuff. So um, The Bengals-Bills, though, that's got to be the most intriguing for me by far. Well, it should be made for the best game. Yeah, it's the game we I mean, almost that's the got. the game we lost. Yeah. Right? It sure is. That's the game that never happened. This time it's going to be in Buffalo instead of in Cincinnati. I'm, I'm surprised the Bills are five-and-a-half-point favorites, though, in this game. I mean, uh, and I'm surprised at the Bengals' Super Bowl odds. They have the second-worst Super Bowl odds of any team behind the Cowboys. Yeah. Which is crazy. They okay, went to the um, Super Bowl. The Jags have no chance? Do you think they've kind of come as far as they can go? It'll be all about next year, a lot of proud, you know, everyone keep your head high, you did a great job, no one expected this out of us type of stuff. I think they have a real good shot to cover. I don't think really? they're going to win this game. I don't think they have a chance a to half. cover. I just think that, again, like, the, the Chiefs will just keep coming at you and keeping coming. You're going to say, well, the Jaguars prove they can come back from any deficit. Right. But that's against a team that is haunted, cursed, uh, yeah. maybe lacks some leadership, we don't know if Herbert's great or overrated. We don't know if he's like spectacular or a bit overrated. And then Brandon Staley has made two, you know, pretty big coaching, you know, blunders last season and when they couldn't went to the playoffs by just tying. And then um, just this season not being able to stop the bleeding and being, you know, one of the most historic comeback losses in the history of the, of the NFL. So, um, okay. Uh, good job. What's your handle? Uh, at a Becker Sports, Alex does man. He does so many prep games around town every single week, and prep sports is so underrated. Not you know the coverage, the talent, like the you know all the the passion, you know the the amateur kind of passion of it. These schools, the history of these schools, some of these players going on to play you know the high level Division One football. You know you know the guy, you've covered guys who are you know in the pros now. That, so yeah, yeah. that's that's got to be my favorite part of it is really? when I'm I'm watching college football on Saturday like, and you yeah. see a guy that you got to cover his high school games. That's cool, so. man. So um, what do you got going this week? Anything? Uh -huh. Doubleheader tonight canceled due to snow. Uh, Doubleheader Friday at Devlin High School. And okay. uh, got to give the girls a shout-out. They're 13 or 14-0 and 0 so far. So That's literally my old neck of the woods right there. That's, yeah. you know, three or four minutes from where we lived. We bought our house on Car Court, and then I grew up in Bear Valley over there. So South I've been Kipling. in that gym yeah. a, a ton. Uh, Pockner, when he used to be the coach there, they had some great teams. Oh. You know, the rivalries that, you know, Dylan has with the Evergreens and all those kind yeah. of schools, all those Jeffco schools. That's cool. So They um, honored him at halftime about a month ago. 
Oh, really? There. Yeah. They, like, put him in their Hall of Fame oh, or something. Oh, he's a legend. Like, yeah. Yeah, he's a legend. And, you cool. know, he went to Valor. Again, you go to Valor, it's like you got to win like you're a college coach. Um, all the things that kind of go along with it went to Arapahoe. Yep. Had some drama with some parents and kids, and they kind of forced him out, pushed him out. And now, man, whoever he lands, it's going to be good. He's going to turn him around instantly. Um, that's it. That's been the Broncos Blitz Podcast. I'm Danny Williams. Uh, good job, Alex. Appreciate you. Always fun to do the podcast with you. Uh, we do this radio show every single day. Um, Alex is, you know, produces the the radio show, but he's like, you know, like a co-host in a lot of ways too. He's a big contributor to the entire, you know, package of the show. So go check that out. Ten to noon at Mile High Sports uh, Radio, ninety eight point one FM, one hundred seven point five HD three. But go to MileHighSports.com and just find the Smile High Morning Show. You'll find us. Good job, Alex. We appreciate you guys as well, and we love you guys. Good night, Sheila. Good night. Yeah.